This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie As another stage of the reopening of the economy got underway, the government announced details of its economic recovery plan, a four-pillared plan, to chart the way forward out of the biggest economic trauma the country and indeed the world has ever seen. Now, nowhere, uh, no sector indeed, is looking closer at what the plan contains than the small and medium-sized business sector. During the week, I spoke with Neil MacDonald, who's CEO of Ismeet, the Small and Medium-Sized Business Association. I started by asking him what the picture is like for SMEs in his organisation over 15 months into the pandemic. Um, it's, we very sincerely hope we've seen the back of the last lockdown. Um, we are happy, albeit somewhat frustrated, that, you know, with the reopening dates and the uh, economic reactivation plan, we have dates in the calendar, even if they're relatively conservative dates. Um, We have frustrations, obviously, with things like the absence of a policy on antigen testing in the workforce, which we feel um, not alone would uh, protect a lot of workers and consumers and customers, but it it would also um, aid uh, the the recovery campaign, as it were, for the economy. But we do welcome the economic recovery package announced on Monday. Yeah, now before we get into the nuts and bolts of that, and there are four very big pillars involved in that economic recovery plan, um, is me small and medium-sized enterprises, the backbone of the Irish economy really. Tell us about the type of companies that comprise your membership and how have they been getting on during the pandemic? Well, we're we're a, a cross-sectoral trade association. So, so unlike some of the industry bodies that you would talk to that would represent restaurants or, or vintners, hotels, um, or manufacturers, we we have them all in membership. So, we uh, tend to take a, a a broader view of things rather than a strictly sectoral view. Um, so, and obviously within that, there are businesses that have been affected to a greater or lesser extent um, by COVID. And in some cases, um, some of those businesses are actually doing better uh, than they were before, particularly those in in healthcare and pharma. Mm. But taken as a whole, uh, quite a a shock to the economy by any measure. And the government announcing, as you said last Monday, an economic recovery plan. Um, You know, ensuring our public finances are sustainable for lasting recovery uh, is very important. But what matters to many people running actual businesses is uh, the runway, I suppose, uh, for all the the supports that have been given, Um, extensions and some certainty given. How have you felt about how the government has handled this? I think it has been fair and reasonable. Uh, um, obviously, there's been a lot of commentary on the PUP payment um, and the fact that it will revert to the job seekers rate in February, um, which which is nine months away. And we think that that's a fair and reasonable uh, commitment by government. It will taper down uh, to the job seekers rate in, in units of, of, of 50 euro. 
Um, but there's also a signal that the uh, EWSS, the employer wage subsidy scheme, is will taper as well in Q4. Now, the detail of that was not given to us. Um, but, but obviously, some employers uh, are, remain reliant on it, and, and particularly those in, in the hospitality and tourism business. Others have exited it already last year or this year. So it, we, we all knew that there could not be a, a long-term commitment uh, to that scheme, and, and we've now been told that to expect changes on it in, in Q4. Uh, also, some initiatives such as the extension of the commercial rates waiver and an additional business resumption support scheme and the extension of the tax debt warehousing scheme. Do you think all those measures go far enough? Uh, again, there are businesses who have uh, been trading from their premises, and I'm thinking, you know, manufacturing businesses and so on. You know, the, the government has a reasonable expectation that those businesses will pay their rates uh, and can afford to pay their rates. But but then you've had, for example, uh, non-essential retail clothing stores and uh, and so on that have been shuttered for over a year uh, with a very temporary uh, break in the middle. And uh, it's not at all unreasonable that, um, you, you know, there's a, there's a legitimate question as to whether those rates should be forgiven in total. Um, those sales are not going to be recovered. Uh, you, you, you don't... Um, while there's a lot of talk about pent-up demand um, and how much consumers are going to spend, uh, they're not going to spend two years' worth of consumer spending in one year. That never happens. Uh, and the reality of it is that some of the money that has been saved will remain as savings or it will be spent outside the domestic economy. It will go on a new car or a sun holiday and it will be permanently lost to Irish uh, traders. So, we, we, you know, it, it may be the case in the longer run that there will be even some element of forgiveness in this. Yeah, and there, a big emphasis on the word sustainable enterprises, and they don't mean by sustainable in terms of the environment, but basically there, there, there will be hard calls made that some businesses will be judged to be, well, you're not going to survive, so we're not giving you any more assistance. Can you see a lot of contention around that whole area? Uh, that's obviously a very um, that's a very delicate uh, issue, John. And you know, from the word go, when when the extent of the lockdown was made known uh, in March last year, and and we remember uh, the then uh, Taoiseach's uh, speech um, from Washington. We very quickly wrote to the then Enterprise Minister, Heather Humphreys, and said, look, we are actually going to now have to make provision for insolvent businesses as it follows, as night follows day, that if you close down businesses, businesses, some businesses are not going to reopen. Um, and I'm sure you can see that on the main street around you, and it's very visible in Dublin as well. There are e- even some quite big retailers that are simply not going to reopen after this. Now, nobody is asking the exchequer to underwrite zombies. No one is asking the taxpayer to to bail out businesses that are simply 
insolvent and there's no hope for them um, but the, one of the things that we did ask for at the beginning I'm glad to say that very substantial progress has been made on it is to make provision for an affordable examinership regime because 10 to 15% of businesses that get in trouble are actually savable if, if a, a proper scheme of arrangements is, is put in place and there's some um, arrangement made around their uh, creditors so um, for unfortunately a lot of the businesses that get in trouble can't be saved uh, um, some of them will be and we're not really going to have a lot of clarity on that until this reopening uh, continues fully into July and August. Yeah and that'll that'll probably still be there to be unfolded because um, while the runway is clear the, the, the conditions for takeoff aren't very clear at the moment uh, and further kind of uh, cutting of sales probably mixing my metaphors would probably be required uh, yes um, and we see for example when when non-essential retail has opened and now we, we will have outdoor dining in June followed by indoor dining in July but for example and, and, and people don't uh, think about this for, for example um out, outdoor events or sports, uh, um, you know, sports fixtures and crowds attending those, they have huge uh, knock-on support businesses around them in terms of event management, catering and so on. And the absence of clarity on, on what's happening then uh, is, is rendering a lot of those businesses very problematic. And similarly on the on the tourist and travel front, the fact that we remain constrained and we we'll, we'll, we have a testing regime which is very out of kilter with those in other countries, for example, uh, we still have no commitment to use antigen testing for inbound passengers. Um, means that the, the Irish tourist industry, which is very much a May to September uh, peak, and then followed by what the, the industry would call shoulder periods, the, the, that shoulder period from September onwards is, is very much in question now. Um, we traditionally depended on the, on the British tourists at, uh, in the shoulder periods. The extent to which we're going to see those is very questionable now. So there's a lot of, of there's a lot of unknowns about the scarring effects of of the pandemic on the Irish economy. Neil Macdonald, Chief Executive of ISME, talking to me earlier in the week about the government's economic recovery. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie